Welcome to Designing and Building Your Dream Home. I'm your host, KT. If you're new to the program, this show is designed to educate its listeners on the industry's best practices in the design and construction of a single family custom residential home, your dream home. A custom home can be small or it can be large and be located in a rural community or in a large city. What makes it custom is intentional design. It's a home designed and built with a particular family in mind, yours. It's a home that maximizes your family's enjoyment of the structure while addressing such concerns as indoor air quality and minimizing the annual costs to heat and cool the property. These considerations can help your dream home qualify as more than just a custom home. It can be a high performance home. Even though high performance homes do not necessarily cost more than traditionally built homes, not all architects and custom home builders build high performance homes. A high performance home delivers far greater value to you than a traditionally built home. So in this program, we teach you the benefits of a high performance home. We teach you how to ensure your architect and custom builder build your dream home as a high performance home. And if your dream home is a home that has already been built, we will share with you the most cost-effective ways to make your um, new home meet high-performance standards. How do we do all of this? By inviting industry-leading architects, custom builders, and other home design and construction professionals to share their knowledge with you. So in our program today, we're gonna to be discussing windows and doors two of the most visible parts of a home and two of the areas that you can actually deliver the greatest amount of visual impact. Our guest today is Eve Gilbo. She's the Southern California Architectural Manager at Lowen, the leading manufacturer of premium windows and doors for the luxury architectural market in North America and abroad. Eve is a lead accredited professional. She holds a general building contractor license and ran her own design build firm for 15 years. Prior to that, she worked in advertising research and strategic planning at the Los Angeles Times. She graduated from the Sorbonne University in Paris with a master's degree in economics and, and international trade. Eve, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me today, Kevin. I've listened to a couple of your other episodes, uh, a couple of architects that we actually work with and I've met at CREN, at the CREN Symposium. So thank you for having me on the show. I really appreciate that. Oh, it's my great honor. Thanks for being here. So I'm just going to jump right in. I know that your company fabricates some of the nicest windows and doors in the world. And many architects know that as well. So if they're building their own home, you're you are the the the, the standard uh, for for high performance luxury windows and doors. But many of our listeners may have never heard of Lowen before, so I would like to just get started by asking you to kind of give us a little background 
of your companies and just kind of put things in perspective. There's a lot of window and door manufacturers that are very, very large. And a lot of our listeners will have heard of them. How does Lowen fit in that um, picture? Well, thank you for asking. So Lowen has been in business for a very long time, since actually 1905. The company is based in Canada, smack in the middle, just north of Minneapolis in uh, the state of Manitoba in Steinbach. Um, we, uh, again, have started, you know, with a woodworking, um, very sort of a small uh, product offering. And as the company grew, uh, we, um, we became really pioneers in the glazing industry w- with windows and doors. Um, in fact, uh, Lowen is uh, the first company that pioneered the true triple glaze in the 70s. And uh, that gives you a very good uh, performance uh, so that the, the cold from the outside is not able to transfer into the inside. So um, we are very small still, you know, as you mentioned earlier, so people are very familiar with maybe other companies out in the marketplace. Uh, we are still owned by the Lowen family. Um, wow. It's a really good, it's a, and I would say just in a summer summary, we are a very human driven company, both in the way in which we manufacture and the way we go to market. So we're a boutique uh, company. We make all of our products in Canada. And then we sell our products through a network of distributors that we call. Okay. And, and we're very selective uh, who we we are you know working with because there's a lot of trust involved with uh, our our dealers and our distributors. So we're we're there to help them, you know, uh, basically vet the project so that uh, it is the right fit for the customer. And my role is to work directly with architects and um, the architectural community in Southern California. So Lowen supports is a big supporter of all the AIA local chapters for architects. We also support CRAN, which is the Custom Residential Architectural Network. We sponsor the, the symposium. So it's very important for us to be uh, listening to what is important to architects and craft our product offering and our communication around that. Uh, I mentioned that we are very human driven because in Steinbach, you know, we uh, we don't just hire people from the street to work on our on our products. They are craftsmen to the core. They're cabinet makers. They undergo years of training and they, there's a lot of family um, uh, sort of a component to our company because, you know, the cousins will work in on the plant. Mm-hmm. We promote from within. So the human element for us is very important. It translates to everything we do. Uh, and when we talk about craftsmanship, our products are really uh, the handcraftedness and the craftsmanship are to the core of what we do. Um, so that sort of answers of so the overview of what we offer. Uh, we are very sustainable too because our products are made out of wood, um, and we only use you know the, the best that it can be. So we don't have separate product of offering. We really look at what the window and door should look like, and we engineer around that. Fantastic! I think that's going to help uh, a lot in just setting the stage for this discussion. Because oftentimes, the difference in visual impact to your visitors to your home of products that have been built by a craftsman is is not recognized until you're in a home that has those products built by a craftsman. 
So when a door is built by a craftsman, it becomes a work of art. Yes. Everyone who sees it, their their mouth opens and they're just like, that is absolutely gorgeous. Right. If you're not used to having that kind of craftsmanship in in your home or in the office that that you're in a lot, you can't uh, appreciate how important it is in creating the atmosphere in your home where you have a product that is not just functional, it's functional artwork. And your craftsmen bring that kind of a feeling to life. Absolutely. I mean, you said it, you know, it's about that marriage between functionality and aesthetics. And when we talk about sustainability, a lot of times those things are hard to reconcile because we may think that something that is sustainable is not necessarily beautiful. But for us, we take a lot of uh, uh, pride in the fact that the products that we deliver is more of an experience, you know, and we always say it's good to go to a showroom, but go to a job site, talk to our end customers. In fact, a lot of architects that we work with already have loan in their homes. So, uh, and they, they would oscillate towards that choice because of the experience when you open and close our slide doors. They feel very heavy, very luxurious. Uh, the hardware that we use is uh, stainless steel. It's it's noble metals. You know, we don't compromise. We have the smaller amount of composite materials in our products um, and we use wood. So wood is a natural insulator. I want to talk about that for a minute because there's a vast area of choices uh, for windows and doors in the marketplace. Um, when you use a metal product that's made primarily of metal. So metal is a conductive material. That means that it transfers heat from the outside to the inside. It transfers cold equally. And in order to engineer a metal to do something that it's not supposed to do, you have to put a lot of composite materials in it okay. so, that, so that it stops the transfer of temperature. So you take a piece of metal, whether it be aluminum or steel and then you have to put a lot of petroleum based materials so that it provides what's called in the industry a thermal break and it prevents the cold from entering and it prevents the heat from entering so when you use wood as your uh, as your primary component wood is going to provide this insulation naturally but it goes beyond that it's not just any wood so when you look at wood clad products in the marketplace a lot of people use pine because it's very inexpensive and it's also really easy to work with pine. So Lowen does not. We use coastal Douglas fir. So not just any Douglas fir, but coastal Douglas fir, which is grown in well-managed forestry in the Western states. So in Canada primarily and the U.S. also. And we only buy wood that is from very well-managed forestry. So that coastal Douglas fir it comes to, it, it basically is harvested. And, you know, I want to talk about sustainability for a minute in terms of what that means. We don't go into the forest and cut a bunch of trees. You know, it's very um, monitored. Um, and when you cut a tree, you know, you have to plant 20 more, you know. So there's the a, a lot of uh, um, engineering that goes just at the base level of the product itself. You also have to wait uh, 90 years, don't you? <laughs> you do. So the product has to, it has to season. So here's how that goes. Our factory is based again in Canada and it's 600,000 square feet. It's huge, right? 
And so the wood, after it's harvested, it actually goes into a part of our factory so it can be seasoned. That's okay. before anything happens. And it, it, it takes, as you said, a long, long time. And after that, you know, we take that wood and we x-ray it. And we are able to see at the core level of the wood, whether you have sap pockets, whether you have knots, for example. Um, with pine, you know, it's not an exercise that you have to do too much because even with clear pine, it's kind of easier to do. So we x-ray the wood. And then in terms of fabrication, we cross laminate. So what does that mean? It means when you take a piece of wood and you just uh, try to make a window out of it and just cut a piece out of the trunk, that wood is going to variate. You know, it's not going to be dimensionally stable is what we call an industry, which means that it will stay, you know, it won't bow. You know, it, it is going right. to bow because of humidity, because of the nature of being a natural material. So what we take, what we actually x-ray the wood and then we, we dimension it so that we we use cross grain lamination is what it's called in industry. Think of it as like um, timber glue, uh, glue laminated beams. It's the same process. So you end up with something that's very strong, very dimensionally stable and able to provide a very straight, um, uh, basically um, medium for us to build our sash and our frames. So that's important to notice because the, the cost of doing that is much higher than using pine. And right. we're very selective. We do not use pine ever as a base material. Um, we only use coastal Douglas fir. We also use white oak. Okay. Uh, we use Honduran mahogany. And again, there's different types of mahogany. So it's so important to ask those questions as you're looking at different types of windows in the marketplace. What is the base material? You know, what is uh, the treatment that's being done to the wood in order to produce your, your doors and windows? And how long is this going to last? For example, um, when you build a deck out, you know, um, for your property, mm -hmm. you're not going to use pine because pine is going to buckle. You're, the knots are going to be you know coming out you know so you will use a different material so the base material of your components is very important second is the handcraftedness the craftsmanship the amount of training that those uh, space makers have to go through in order to build just the base components of the sash and frame of the windows and doors and after that so that took, it took years for us to figure this out, right? We, uh, you know, uh, the winters are very long in, in Canada over there where we're at. So it dips to like the little story is dipped to like minus 30 degrees, which is where the Fahrenheit and the uh, Celsius equalize. Right. So we were sort of forced to create the best window possible to be able to keep the cold out, <laughs> you know, simply said. And um, so that's uh, that's one one tenant of our of our operation is that in terms of sustainability and being able to use the wood in the best possible way, there's a lot of engineering that goes in that. But also all the pieces of wood that are not used, you know, we recycle 100% all of it into to actually heat it up during the winter. Okay. So, something that's important to notice also. Man, that's really a great education that you gave right there. And you know, the point that you were making about the coastal Douglas fir, I did a restoration on a building I was built back in the 1800s. And when I was redoing it, I was looking at the wood that they had used for the windows and it was all clear Douglas fir from, you know, the 1800s. Yes. And that water, that, uh, that wood was sitting in water for decades and had no measurable rot, 
Right. That's right. Yes. It was unbelievable. So when you're saying that you only use your primary product is coastal Douglas fir because it's so durable. I get that. Yeah, and it's it's very, very durable. It's also naturally insect resistant, even though we can put a, a termite treatment. And I have to say, Canada, our regulations are super strict. You know, they're way, way above what you could expect, maybe in, even in the most uh, the strictest states in the U.S. So the way we do business the, with the type of components and chemicals that we use, it's a very controlled environment. And we just can't, you know, use something that would meet the, the standard without being also something that's unsafe. So we're very careful about that. But, you know, um, Coastal Douglas fir is really the, it's the strongest of all the softwoods, but it's very superior in terms of performance. Excellent. Um, and so not only this, wait, I know you, you and I got lots to talk about. So hold on, because I got to <laughs> take a break. But this is so exciting. I'm so glad that, that you're on to answer some of these questions. Because again, we just want the listeners, when it's time to choose the window and door manufacturer, to not be completely dependent on what options, what manufacturers the architect is is most used to using. We want the, the listeners to be able to say, oh, hey, what about Lowen? And they're going to say that by the time we're done with this <laughs> interview. So uh, we're going to take a quick break. You're listening to Designing and Building Your Dream Home. I'm your host, KT, and we will be right back. Did you know that with certain designs and construction techniques, you can completely eliminate the cost of heating and cooling your home each month? For some homeowners, that can represent a savings of $5,000 to $10,000 a year with no loss in comfort. Want to learn more? Be sure and listen to Designing and Building Your Dream Home with your host, KT, Tuesdays at 1 p.m. right here on 1150 KKW. Welcome back. You're listening to Designing and Building Your Dream Home. If you're just joining us, our guest today is Eve Gilbo. She is with Lowen Windows and Doors, recognized throughout the industry as an exceptional manufacturer of those products. Eve, I want to, con- Eve, I want to continue to drill down. Um, everybody has windows and doors on their home. They're one of the most common things that you see when you when you drive by any home. You may not see in the kitchen. You may not be able to go into the, the, the bedrooms, but you just drive by their house and you're going to see the windows and doors. Right. So windows and doors are the, one of the most highly visible parts of every home. Why would you say the windows and doors you choose are important? Why is that an important decision? It really is one of the most important decisions you can make. First of all, because your dream home is a huge investment, both emotionally and from a financial standpoint. And nowadays, we see bigger openings. We see simply very large, the desire for, you know, to capture the views. So we see those windows that maybe used to be smaller become bigger. Uh, The doors also become bigger. So the engineering that's behind those larger openings needs to really be engineered over and beyond code compliance. You know, we, uh, you've said on your other shows that, you know, if you just built according to code, that's the bare minimum. Because (laughs) codes are, you know, they're changing and they're becoming more and more 
more stringent. So you don't want to engineer to today's codes. You want to engineer to the day after tomorrow's codes. And particularly in, in Southern California, you know, we have something called Title 24, which is more and more stringent in terms of the I'm going to be a little technical here, but the UV, like the amount of um, U value that is required, the amount of solar heat gain coefficient, so the amount of heat that's able to be transferred, those, the bar is, is becoming higher and higher. Also, windows and doors, they sort of cross over different types of um, components in your home. So you have comfort. That's very important. So you want to be able to mitigate the heat or the cold. So comfort, daylighting is another thing. So do we want natural light? When do we want that natural light to be something that's nice but not blinding? A lot of the homes are next to a lake, next to water. So you have the reflectance of the of the of the of the water that may be too blinding. So we need to think about how we could engineer the glazing of those windows and doors so we can get the view but not the glare. Uh, ventilation, very important. So we're going towards net zero more and more, uh, even for residential applications where we're wanting the doors and windows to almost act like a wall. So the, the desire and the requirements are very strict. But the, in some cases, we don't want to be so airtight that we are not able to have air exchange. So right. we're crossing over with HVAC, you know, and ventilation requirements, placement of the windows and doors. So, for example, we need to have some ventilation high up in that uh, maybe the ceilings are 14 feet high. So we want to have maybe an awning window that can be operated with motorization. So there's crossover with home security also uh, to be able to, from a distance from your phone, being able to lock your awning window just by touching a button. Um, there's also crossover with security. So a lot of the projects that we work on, they may be, um, you know, in a, in a, the home is in a, in a city and we want to make sure that it's staff deterrence for protection of assets for our customers. Another crossover is not to be able to hear the noise. So a lot of our properties are, are maybe up on um, up high and you have a view of the Pacific Ocean, but down below you have a highway Way, or you have dogs barking and the sound is being transmitted up. So we want to have glazing and solutions so that the sound from the outside is not heard from the inside. So oh. it just crosses over in so many different areas that it's, it's way beyond just windows and doors. And you want to work with a manufacturer who understands that and has solutions to propose to you. Oh, so fantastic. Yeah. yeah. You got me thinking of a number of things which, which, uh, we only have an hour. So otherwise <laughs> I, I'd be asking you questions for, sure. for the, the rest of the, the day, but we're just going to keep, keep moving forward. So you touched on something that I really loved hearing and that was material choices. And you talked yes. about your preference for, for a uh, coastal dug fur. And you also talked about um, some of the, the metals and the, the steps you go through to minimize the addition of uh, any any other kinds of materials in with the metals. And I know when I was researching your product, I saw what I had never really seen before, which was when you do cladding, mm -hmm. you actually have uh, copper, bronze, and zinc as options. And uh, that really surprised me because I, I, I hadn't really seen anybody cladding doors or windows with anything other than Aluminum. Aluminum. 
And it really spoke to me like these people are serious about craftsmanship. So can you talk at all about those like material choices? Like you, you use some of the, you use the materials that a fabricator, uh, an old school um, um, metal worker would use to create a sculpture or something like that. And here you're using them on your windows. So can you talk about those materials at all? Sure. So when you look from the outside of the home, so the inside with us is always going to be wood that can be painted. It can be stained. Uh, There's many ways to treat the interior of the wood on the on the inside. So when you look out, if you want it to look very contemporary and sort of look like steel, we can do that because we can have very thin side lights and we can paint that in black and it will look like a metal if that is your choice. And on the exterior, we have different choices of cladding. So we can have wood also on the exterior, which is something we do a lot for historical preservation uh, in Pasadena, you know, any uh, any other areas that are requiring a wood exterior, we can absolutely deliver. We have many, many ways of casing our windows. On the exterior, we can do something called a still horn, which is a very historically um, accurate treatment, or you can have metal applied to the wood on the exterior. And the most common one that is used for wood products is aluminum clad. Within the aluminum, there are different thicknesses and different grades. So we only, yes, we only use in the marketplace. A lot of people use what's called a roll form aluminum, which is very thin. It's uh, equivalent to maybe um, a soda can. You know, when you, it's got very, very flimsy. It's easy to apply. And that's why a lot of people use it. It's not as durable. We only use extruded aluminum, which is about the thickness of a penny, much, much thicker. Hard to bend that. Very hard to bend. Very (laughs) And when you look at our fit and finish from our windows, it's so perfect. People say, I can't believe that you are able to achieve that level of perfection with extruded aluminum. So that's one choice. Now, within the aluminum, you can have it painted and we have unlimited colors that are available. So there are different standards of paint in the industry. The highest one that Lowen uses is one that guarantees no chalking, no color fading for 20 years. And in the marketplace, a lot of manufacturers are downgrading that standard and using the one that's below it uh, just because it's so expensive. So we will not compromise on that uh, particular way of painting our extruded aluminum. Another way to treat the aluminum is called the anodization process. It's a very lengthy, complicated process that basically grows what's called the anodic layer on top of the aluminum and gives it a beautiful sheen. The the actual colors are sort of earth tones, very popular. Uh, You can have a black um, uh, and a lot of different um, earth tone colors with anodization. So these are the two ways to provide color for the extruded aluminum on the exterior. And another thing that we do, and I think not too many people really do that, is we use genuine copper or genuine bronze cladding on the exterior. And that is a very difficult materials to work with. Uh, you really need someone who's been uh, a master you know, in their craft for many, many years to be able to handle the, the complexity of those materials. And we, so the look is very different for bronze and copper. It really is a old world 
look, we do the soldering joints by hand um, and it's absolutely beautiful. And we also offer uh, a pre-oxidization in our factory so it would be delivered to the job site, oxidized already in the beautiful greens or beautiful oranges that copper and bronze naturally have. Mm-hmm. And they are aging materials. So they will change, uh, you know, based on what environment they're exposed to. So, again, it's very unique. It just speaks to the very high level of craftsmanship that it is necessary to uh, to handle those materials. Yeah, I, I know um, working with some of those materials on a project that I did, um, we used uh, we use um, a wire brush on mm-hmm. dug fur. We um, used a flame and a yes. wire brush, and it was absolutely gorgeous. And I got the sense that you do have craftsmen there mm-hmm. because I had a um, uh, a metal fabricator doing some of that work for me because they were just very familiar with that treatment. And then I saw you guys uh, soldering the copper connection, the copper yes. corners by hand. Mm-hmm. And again, I'm like, these guys are very, very serious at low and about quality. Cause that's like, that's handcrafted. And I loved it. Thank you. Thank you so much. It's really wonderful to do that. You know, we do also factory tours occasionally and people are always, you know, really marvel at at uh, at seeing this and and just the pride and the joy that goes with these, you know, the craftsmanship and the result of what they do, like how much how much heart they put into the work is so, you know, so nice to see. So we're going to take a quick break, but when we come back, I'm hoping that uh Eve you can talk to us a little bit about the design process. Um, so you are listening to Designing and Building Your Dream Home. I'm your host, KT, and we'll be right back after a quick break. Are you thinking of building a new home? A beautiful residence, custom designed to meet the needs of your family. If you are, then get started by listening to Designing and Building Your Dream Home with your host, KT. The show features interviews with award-winning residential architects, custom home builders, and other residential design and construction industry experts who will share their knowledge and expertise with you. That's Tuesdays at 1 p.m. right here on 1150 KKNW. Bringing good vibes to the Puget Sound and the world. Alternative Talk 1150. Welcome back. You're listening to Designing and Building Your Dream Home. And our guest today is Eve Gilball from Blowing Windows and Doors. So Eve, I want to talk to you a little bit about the design and construction of a new home and how a firm like Lowen that's been doing windows and doors for a hundred years helps the architect bring their vision for the project to life and helps the custom home builder really um, deliver on that promise. So there's a lot between the architect and the builder that needs to happen to, to deliver a dream home and especially making sure that the windows really fit in with that vision. So can you just talk about that whole dynamic and how you work with the architect and the custom builder? 
Sure. Thank you for asking that. That's a really good question. So uh, Lowen, um, again, is a very architecturally focused company. Um, we do not sell direct. You know, we sell through our distributors and uh, throughout the country. And um, so we have an architectural uh, department uh, in Steinbach. And there's a few of us. I am one of them on the ground to support the architectural community with um really working with them at the schematic design stage and helping them, you know, craft that vision so that it is compliant. You're talking about performance earlier. So there's a lot of crossover conversations that need to happen between the homeowner, the architect, but also the builder. And having been a general contractor myself, you know, for 15 years, I really understand that process and how the architectural vision in order to be carried out, you know, we need, you know, every stakeholders on the same page talking and bringing up potential issues that may happen. Or, you know, for example, how do we treat the mullions? How do we treat the structural mall between units that are right next to one another? What are the structural requirements? Um, what are, you know, the the, the performance requirements uh, simply that we need to, to satisfy? Is the house right next to the ocean? And when the waves come in, what type of scenario do we need to have so that the water doesn't come in the house and you know it's funny i just saw a project a, a very uh, a couple of weeks ago in san juan capistrano where they had that exact desire working with the architect because you know you need a door that's 100 percent you know uh, very well designed so we yeah. use the lift slides that are actually coming able to come down on the floor to prevent that water from coming in that's awesome i love that it's it's important. So um, so and 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 then you know we also we, the idea of value engineering. So we understand the cost is a very big factor in those conversations. And for example, if somebody wants a big big piece of glass that is going to cost, I'm not kidding, one hundred fifty thousand dollars, but really that amount is not in the budget. Can we? work around that can we you know re-engineer without compromising on the end result which is the architectural vision so in order to do that you need everyone on the same page you need the architecture the manufacturer you need the designer the the interior designer the architect and the general contractor and sometimes often the owner too so we have a lot of zoom meetings for example in my experience where we have all parties involved and after the window schedule is is, um, developed we work around and say okay well how do we make this work? What can we do? Can we compromise on that? But without compromising on the end, you know, uh, the end vision. So we always want to maintain and protect our architects uh, so that they have the best experience possible. At the end, it's it's not just products, Kevin. It's about what type of experience do you have working with a company like ours, you know, um, it's, it goes beyond just, uh, you know, windows and doors and products. It's about like, how do you feel when you work with us? What, how do you feel when you operate those windows and doors? And we want this experience to be as optimal as possible. Another thing I want to mention is we do offer two-year labor warranty. I think it's pretty unique in the industry, no matter who installs our windows. So we don't require that they go with a particular set of installer. We will back our product. Our reputation is so important to us that we will back it up for two years after it's installed. And I want to mention that because it speaks to the high level of quality that that goes into everything we do and how seriously we take that. Fantastic. Now, you had mentioned just a little bit earlier in the program that the goal is net zero. And I just want to remind listeners that what that really means is that your home was designed and built with the goal of not needing to spend any money net 
on heating and cooling the home. So, so in effect, for the year, your home is operated without the heating and cooling costs. Now, you can't complain about that. You just want to make sure that we're on the same page. We're not talking about just some fluffy thing that right. only companies that are building office buildings care about a certification or whatever. We're talking about one of the most expensive parts of owning anything that's a part of the built environment. Typically, the most expensive thing is ongoing support and maintenance of that structure as you move forward through time. Oftentimes, that's Absolutely. far more expensive than the actual cost of building it. So it's the same Absolutely. for home. Um, if you can have a home that has all the things you're looking for in terms of beauty and design and location and everything else, but instead of spending $600 a month on heating and cooling, you're actually not spending anything. Why not go for your home that doesn't cost you anything to heat and cool it? So that's what net zero is all about. Yes. So, so with that um, uh, preface in mind there, then I want to talk a little bit about doors. So, so you kind of touched on lift and slide. That's just a beautiful operation system. You spent a little bit of time helping us to understand how important windows are. Um, can you talk at all about what kind of aesthetic value or, or the way that the doors can help you to um, secure the envelope, again, moving towards minimizing your cost of heating and cooling. So aesthetically and performance-wise, can you talk about your doors? Absolutely. So back in the old days, you know, you only had a hinge door. So hinges and then panels that would open, you know, in most of the time. So the technology has caught on so much now that we have a lot of options for doors. We still have hinge doors with low end. We can build doors up to 10 feet high. That's pretty tall. And usually that satisfies a lot of the architectural requirements. Uh, as important as the doors themselves, the transom, which are the pieces that go over the door that could be opened up also, because when your doors are closed, you want to think about air ventilation. So in terms of structural support, what needs to happen above the doors in order to have what we call transoms. Okay. Uh, so you want to have as many choices. You want to work with manufacturers that offer hinge doors that open out and open in. And when you look at the, if you choose to have transoms over your hinge doors, you want to look at the where the glass sits in relation to the glass that is down, that is down below. So it's it's called a plane of reference, you know, and so uh, working with the architect is so important because these are the questions that they will come up with and talking with the uh, homeowner in terms of what do you want this to look like? Are you okay if the glass on the transoms is on the in uh, the outward plane or do you want it to be on the same plane as the doors below, for example? That's the hinge doors conversation. But now the technology has caught up too with having been able to use sliding doors. So patio doors are sort of the first uh, doors that the uh, that came up, you know, back in the, uh, uh, a while back. And mm -hmm. you could only have maybe a couple of panels because it's kind of complicated to engineer the rails and with the weight of those panels and make it, you know, work seamlessly. And also with um, the intrusion of water or management of water. 
So the first one that came out were just pa- you know patio doors. You had fixed panels, and then you had just an operational, uh, you know, a, a, a panel that would slide in front of the other. So this is sort of the typical uh, configuration of a sliding patio door. But now the technology has advanced because people want to be able to open a very large openings. So we supply multi-slide um, panels up to 50 feet wide. That's pretty wide, up to wow. 10 feet tall. And each panel can be five feet wide. And again, very sustainably manufactured. So, you know, you open the, the first panel and then all the other panels will be behind it to be able for you to enjoy the inside and outside exterior in, uh, interior, um, you know, combination of lifestyle, if you will. Um, and then, of course, the, the lift slide doors that we talked about. Um, so these can go up to 12 feet high by about six feet wide. So that's a really large door. Yeah. And, um, and we see a lot of uh, uh, maybe uh, some some door types of operation, the bifold doors, which are, if you think about it, what is that? It's kind of like an accordion door. So they are on one uh, one rail and then you can open the entire uh, the entire uh, opening. And you can stack those panels on the exterior, but we also, with Loen, we can also stack them on the interior, which is pretty unique. If you so choose, if your architectural intent is like that, if maybe on the outside, you don't have the room to stack those bifold doors, well, we can stack them on the inside. And within the bifold accordion system, if you don't want to open all of them, you can have what's called a man door. And it's from, you know, one person to be able to open that door. Uh, so there's just many, many choices of operation, if you will, that are important to have. Because in yeah. some cases, you know, you're not satisfied with just a small opening. You want to be able to open your entire 50 foot, you know, and you want that to be an uh, an option for you while at the same time giving you the best performance for code compliance and also water intrusion. So all these engineering needs to be there without you seeing it. You know, it's like the yeah. hidden engineering, the, the hidden intelligence of how those products are designed for you. So it's really some of what you were speaking to it really ties in with kind of that growing trend of opening up when you want to the outside and the inside, bringing them together as one. So you're really kind of creating this wall of windows and doors yes. that you can that you can open up. And if you're entertaining, then that's kind of a time when you probably would open them all up and people are able to move comfortably back and forth between the indoor and outdoor spaces and uh and and then also you mentioned that you can do the if i'm not mistaken triple glazing right you can have the three the three insulated window units which is pretty amazing and and is going to have a tremendous positive impact on when those doors and windows are, are shut on keeping the heat inside your home Yes, yes. And and I'm glad you brought that up because we also have a full areas of products that are designed to sustain hurricanes. And we use that line, we call it the storm force. Uh, and we use that in Florida and then all of the islands that, ha- that are subject to very high code requirements. Uh, and I want to say that the way we built our windows and doors, it's a mortise and tenon, essentially. The construction is like a cabinet grade. Mm-hmm. Uh, we use the same construction, whether we are to be compliant with hurricane zone areas as we do all over the country. So we don't we don't use extra brackets. The only thing that we do in terms of glazing is we use what's called a structural glazing. Um, 
that we put on around our, our our laminated glass so that you know it's impact resistant essentially okay. but it speaks to the very high quality of of those doors and windows as they need to satisfy multiple types of code requirements all over the country yeah and now uh we're going to take a quick break but when we come back I'd like you to talk a little bit about your custom shop because I I, I remember hearing that if you have a lot of, of components, um, but beyond this huge quantity of, of components that are, are typically found on most people's windows in some combination of things, you guys can actually create almost anything the architect can envision yes. in your custom shop. So when we come back, we want to just have you talk a little bit about that. Right. So we're going to take a quick break. You're listening to Designing and Building Your Dream Home. Did you know that you can design a custom home that not only comfortably meets your needs today, it can easily accommodate your future needs if an unexpected mobility limiting event affects someone in your family. To learn how the principles of universal design can make your custom home more comfortable today while potentially increasing your property's resale value tomorrow, listen to Designing and Building Your Dream Home with your host, KT, Tuesdays at 1 p.m. right here on 1150 KKNW. Welcome back. You're listening to Designing and Building Your Dream Home. And if you're just joining us, our guest is Eve Gilbo from Lowen Windows and Doors. So Eve, right before the break, I mentioned to you that I'd like you to talk a little bit about your custom shop and the, the kinds of things that an architect can rely on your custom shop to do for the homeowner for their new custom home. Great, thank you for that question. So Custom Shop was really designed with the architectural imagination in mind. So we can work with architects and you know bring their vision to fruition. And one of the things that we did um, is curved glass, curved lift slide uh, glass. It was an interesting, amazing project because not only to curve the glass, it is difficult, but to be able to have seamless operation on a lift slide is even more of a, of a feat. So that's, for example, one thing that we, created for for that particular purpose. Um, in view of a historical restoration, a lot of times you do not have any of those products available anymore. Uh, one thing that is a um, very difficult to make also is it's called an authentic OG lug on a double hung window. So double hung window opens both from the bottom and the top. And the authentic OG look is an architectural detail that not many people can create because uh, it's very difficult to make it out of one piece of wood for it to be operational. So we're able to do that. We're able to do round units that can open. Um, we can do um, European type of uh, windows that open inside and then like an awning. So we have versatility of, of, of offering with our custom shop and also with our finishes. Uh, maybe if you're looking for a wood like a koya, for example, which is a treated pine that is very dimensionally stable, uh, we use that also, that all spe specialty types of wood with our custom shop. Uh, we can do pivot doors, very large pivot doors. Uh, we worked on a very great project in Pasadena, which was a historical um, um, adaptation of a, of, a, of a fire station from the 1900s. And we created those 
beautiful pivot doors, almost 12 foot tall with wow. uh, engineering. Yeah. So there, and there, you know, that speaks also to the, uh, the amount of the durability of our products. I mean, we can install them in commercial settings and they perform very well for years. So that to the homeowner, I think is something that is important to, to mention. We also do boutique hotels. We have one in Hollywood, the Pali house, which is a membership only hotel that's all low end. So if it, our idea is that if it performs well in a commercial environment, certainly we use the same standards. We don't, you know, we don't compromise on our, on our standards at all. And, uh, and we do want to talk to, you know, uh, to architects about, you know, what are you trying to accomplish? What is your vision? And then we will, you know, a lot of times we have to match um, maybe the, the, uh, the lines of our, uh, of our, what we call our SDL, which are our grills and mullions on our windows and doors. So you have to look at the entire elevation and you have to, you know, work with the architect and the designers to see how we're going to be accomplished that so it's a lot of uh, background work and then we are uh, we are uh, our custom shop is wonderful to uh, come up with a uh, very creative solutions to make that happen i love it and you know one of the things that i would say because it happens with us uh, at, at AGS stainless we for the first time um get put in in front of a, a custom builder or an architect because of the homeowner so the homeowner is yes. going to be living in this home and they're really interested in what products go in and they discover us and then they mention it to the builder or the architect. And that's how some of our strongest uh, partnerships started. It was with the homeowners. So I got to assume it's the same here where there's this potential for the listeners to actually go to the builder, go to the architect yes. and say, hey, I want you to investigate Lowen. And, and, and it might be one of those things where the architect will thank the homeowner Thank you for sharing Lowen with me because that is my go-to window door manufacturer moving forward because nobody else can do what they do. So do you find that, that sometimes? Yes, yes, <laughs> it, it does happen. And it's it's interesting because our, some of our customers build like three or four or five homes. And so they already have Lowen in one of their homes and they're building one, you know, in um Wyoming or, uh, you know, a different state, and then they will bring up, you know, our name and our company because they already have loan in a previous home. So we do have also a lot of referral from, from our customers, our end users, and we want to make sure again that they have the best experience possible, you know, we take our reputation very seriously there. So yes, absolutely. So we've got just a couple minutes left, but I want to, I want to have you just talk a little bit about what in your opinion, is, is something that really separates Lowen from your competitors? Again, as we started off this discussion, there are a lot of window manufacturers. So you've yeah. already helped us to understand quality-wise and craftsmanship-wise, nobody is going to compete with you there. Is there anything else, Eve, that you feel really separates Lowen from the masses? I think it's our culture and, you know, you hear that a lot uh, on the marketplace culture, but I think that our people are really our greatest resource. And when you, you know, anytime you interact with us, whether it's on the virtual level, like I have to talk to our engineers on a daily basis, you know, too. And the response time is so fast. The respect that we have for each other, uh, the level of um, camaraderie and the level of uh, cooperation, because we, another thing that we do is we create create, uh, we do a lot of customization. We don't pull products from the shelf. Everything is custom. So we have to draw out plans 
uh, architectural drawings and we don't charge for that for example you know that's another thing and we uh, you know we work with our dealer base and our customers and architects by providing those services and again it comes from I think the the fact that we started the conversation that Lowen is a very human centric organization we're small we're very nimble um, and we don't it's not a matrix where you have to go through 10 different levels to get an answer you know I can talk to my senior vice president if I have to uh, because we're very nimble and we're very cooperative and that lowing culture is something that is really uh, really important we we also do a lot of training internally so for example someone could start on the plant doing something and if they express an interest in moving up they we can like for example our manager of customer um service started on the plants you know uh, mm -hmm. one of our guy nick who's in marketing now started on the plant assembling windows and doors and he was interested and willing and lowen was there to support that that growth so i think that that's important to note uh, to notice as well also in terms of training for our dealers and our um our people who are on you know on the ground we have something called lowen academy and we have all these modules for people to learn more and we make it very fun with you know we interview people on the plant uh, with questions and then they have uh, little videos that they can you know learn things about um so that's that's something that i think separates us too like we are really strong in wanting to train people giving people chances internally and and extending that to our dealers also to make them feel like they're part of the loan family and we really kind of walk that walk i think it's uh, it's something that we we're um it's not it's not it's a real thing it's a very authentic you know part of our, who we are as a company that is beautiful so if our listeners are ready to move forward with uh, getting you connected with their custom builder or architect, or maybe they just need more information, what would be next steps? I mean, they can call me and I will pick up my phone. <laughs> so, I love you know, it. <laughs> so uh, my, I'm, I'm based in Southern California. You know, uh, my number is 310-781-0450. Um, they can go on our website where we have a lot of resources. They can go on the project gallery to see the type of projects that we work with. And then there's a, a space to um, basically find uh, one of our dealers. And even if we don't have a dealer in their area, they can contact me and then I will direct them, you know, as to who to work with. So um, we have a pretty good presence all over the U.S., but in some areas, maybe we don't. And then if we don't, we can, you know, basically merge that person with someone else that that's, you know, that can help them. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. perfect. Well, I want to thank you, Eve, for your uh, willingness to come on and spend some time educating us a little bit on Windows. So we're not just accepting the name, a big name. Yes. Uh, we have the tools to be able to ask some questions like, what is the <laughs> the material that you're yes. building my window out of? That's right. <laughs> yeah. So I thank you for that. I'm sure our listeners are going to love uh, um, this educational process and and being able to know how to get in touch with Lowen uh, when they're ready to move forward is great. Thank you for being with us today. Thank you so much, Kevin, for the opportunity. Have a wonderful day. Thank you. You've been listening to Designing and Building Your Dream Home. I'm your host, KT. If you missed any portion of today's broadcast, you can download the entire recording wherever you get your podcasts. Look forward to visiting with you next week.